What is good? What's good? What's good? We here on this 824. This wonderful yeah. Kobe day. Yeah. To celebrate one of the GOATs, greatest of all time, Kobe Bryant. I am Damo the Political Plug. This is the Chop Up Show. We're not necessarily a sports in the show, but we are sports fans. And I celebrate the great Kobe Bryant. I'm here with my road dog, though. Toya G, what's good with you? What's going on, Plug? Shout out to uh, Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, Mamba lives forever. Uh, even as a Celtics fan, I have enough sense um, to celebrate the man who Kobe was, the rival, the competitor, the influencer, the pioneer. So shout out to young Kobe. Um, and happy Thursday, y'all. What's good? What's happy on? Thursday. We here, a historic Thursday, a historic Kobe day. Uh we got a lot of things to converse and to discuss with y'all. Uh, but since we do got some some very serious kind of conversations to have with y'all, uh, you got presidents getting mug shots. The Rona's on its way back. It, you know, the world is getting crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, an ex-president is getting mug shots as the leading candidate for presidency yeah. in the upcoming election. So it's a scary world. And we're going to talk about the uh scary aspects of that world but i first we, we want to first again in the vein of celebration uh pay some respect to something we all love something we all hold dear and that is hip-hop hip-hop culture definitely, definitely, definitely. rap music r&b music soul uh, yes, music yes, no. all of that all those things that are, that that make <laughs> looking at that make up uh hip-hop and we are in the 50th anniversary of it uh of hip-hop yes it is it's still a baby in the game you feel me? It's, it, and for it to be as prominent as it is. And yeah. uh, to, to start the show out, what we wanted to do, um, there was a list that Toya came across that had a couple different, it was like 30 days of hip hop. And like every day you answered this this hip hop question. Go ahead. You can chime in, Toya. Yeah, uh, it is actually a hashtag music sermon list from a music, uh, I don't know, She's icon, a music griot, I think, in a lot of ways, or a hip hop griot, or a black music griot in a lot of ways. Uh, her name is Naima Cochran. Um, I follow her on Instagram. I follow her on Twitter. Her lists are popular amongst uh, black timelines during Black Music Month, which is the month of June. So you might have seen some of her posts floating around with 30 Days of Black Music, where you know you get a chance to respond to your favorite song for this occasion, favorite wedding song, favorite you know black history song, black favorite revolutionary song, favorite song to turn up to, favorite, favorite baby making song, right? Those will be some of the themes that you might see throughout that month. And so for uh, the Hip Hop 50, she came up with the 31 Days of Hip Hop, uh, which is uh, a list of just great topics that allow for you to think back on some of your favorite songs and your favorite jams. So first of all, shout out to Frederick uh, for popping in the chat. Shout out to Donnell for popping in the chat. We want to hear from the rest of y'all. Hit that thumbs up. You already know what to do when you come up. As you come in, hit the thumbs up, yeah. share the video, like the video. If you ain't subscribed, subscribe. All of that. And, and listen, if you watching this video later, I want to charge you to drop your comments. Uh, about this. So if you're watching the feed after it's live and you are replaying the experience, go ahead and drop your feedback on what your choices for some of these categories I, I didn't want to say this, but I got to say this. That's definitely yeah. church language. Charging somebody, mean? charging the audience to do something is church language. If y'all ain't, ain't grow up in a black family or going to a black church, 
uh, when when the pastor or when a deacon or when a speaker yeah. wanted to make sure that you was doing something throughout the week, they charged you with that task. So you know, if y'all listening on the playback, uh, yeah. the the topics that we're gonna discuss real quick to open this up, uh, we hope that y'all comment and let us know y'all answers to these same questions. Toya, all right. <laughs> So I just we're not gonna do our thirty one by any means, but we are gonna jump into this list. And I pick we both pick some of our favorite categories to see what each other was gonna say. So we want y'all to jump in the chat and see what y'all gonna say too. Okay, first category is best introduction to a new or incoming rapper. Right? Mm. What what song do you think of when you think of the best introduction we have to a newer incoming rapper? I'll go first while you think. My solid choice that was like it was actually my second choice but the one i chose i'm gonna use for something else so my runner-up that's gonna be my first choice for this is soldier boy crank that i think you really gotta look at how we didn't know this little man from mississippi little skinny tall lanky dude jumping around and cranking and doing all this writing on his glasses yeah wow it was an error humongous clothes but crank that was a movement i'm talking about when i got to college it was all through my senior year of high school i think yeah my junior senior year of high school yeah then when i got to college you know what the ras did to get everybody together to be a team on a they playing soldier boy now i was over it by then i was way over it but Denver. you know kiss me through the phone uh hop about the bed turn you like it really set a tone for a series of hits and you know soldier boy is always talking about what he was originator of you know, what he did first and this, that, and the other. And we really got to tip our hat to that young man because he was out here, you know, making moves in the in the industry and really doing a lot of great things for hip-hop that we see resonate today. He changed the game. We got to be Draco, honest. one of the goats. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's undisputed. And so I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, Crank That by Soulja Boy as the best introduction to a newer incoming rapper. What you got? All right. So th- this first answer is going to kind of lay out the framework for how y'all probably going to understand you know what I'm saying? How I didn't, how I see him rap. I wanted, I, at first, I wanted to say, I wanted to say Kanye, but not really. I had to warm up to Kanye, right? Wow. Uh, because like the first song I was introduced from Kanye, what, what didn't get me like that. I gotta say Drake though. The song that he was on with Ransom, Dro- White Al dropped that. I forget which mixtape it was that I heard it on. I remember the day I heard it. Ransom, Drake featuring Lil Wayne. And like the 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 verse, like from from that point on, I was like, all right, this Drake nigga, I'm a fan. Period. I went and found everything, listened to every was trying to, you know what I'm saying? Went back and was like, who is this? And and like really, so to see, that's why to see where Drake is now, it was kind of like, bro, like anybody that was paying attention in that era, like my, you know, our college, my college era was, you know, I'm saying from 2000, from 2006, 2007. To 2010, 11, you feel me? Well, like that's my official college era type shit. Uh, yeah. But where I, until I got too old for shit. But you know that that for me, like it was it was Drake Ransom, like he, yeah, the nigga hit the ground running. It was it was it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to think what was my first Drake intro because his I, well, how did Ransom go? How am I tripping? I'm on hard gotta get along with get on the song, but when shit be going right then, I just flip it to the wrong shit. The team I don't that even I know if I heard that before, but I remember you you've heard it. I remember being what was it, International Girl or so whatever song he was on with Trey Replacement song, Girl, Replacement, Replacement Girl. Girl. Yeah. It was that and like a couple other songs that my roommate was playing off her uh, her her desktop big old chunky desktop Dell computer in our in our uh, dorm room. And yeah. that was my intro to drug, but I, I respect it. Okay, next category, next topic. Uh, we're gonna go to your favorite hip hop love song. What's your favorite hip hop love <laughs> song? When you think of the jams 
And I'm gonna allow for us to do runner-ups. If you got a choice and a runner-up, do both of them because this is gonna be one of those times. For me. But what you got? Nah, I feel like I feel like I, I got a few runner-ups, but off the top of my head, yeah, y'all gonna laugh, but 21 questions, period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? If I ain't smell so good, would you? Like, it was 21 questions. Like, it's just the, you know what I mean? Hip-hop, like like a nigga like 50 Cent, you know what I mean? Beefing with Ja Rude, it's hard, you know what I mean? And they still put, they put out the 21 questions joint, Nate Dogg, rest in peace. Yeah, legendary. Okay, good, good choice. And I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to make sure I tag in some of these comments, regardless of where we are on our list. Jumping back to... Uh, the best intro to a newer upcoming rapper. Uh, Donnell says Wayne's verse on Back That Ass Up took over hip hop for the next 10 years and really was a peekaboo into everything else we saw from Go DJ to everything else from there, right? So shout out to Wayne. Uh, shout out to Melodious in the building, Columbus in the building. Right now we're talking about the hip hop 50 and we are going back and forth with our choices for the best of some of these categories. So Plug just said... Uh, 50 Cent, 21 questions for a favorite hip hop love song. Favorite. What is y'all favorite hip hop love song? Make sure y'all first off the top of the off the top of the dome. Don't be trying to justify none of them. What is y'all favorite hip hop love song? So my personal favorite hip hop love song is uh, "Love of My Life" by Common and uh, exactly and and Erica Badu. That love of my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she slid on that hoe. He did his thing. She did, y'all, and you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. It was a vibe, and so I really, I feel like that song was already nostalgic feeling when it came out, and so now it's old, so now it really is nostalgic feeling, you know what I'm saying, in terms of just, it just it's a feel-good, real fall love song, you know what I'm saying? My runner-up, which I don't even let play, because I'm so sick of hearing it, um, <laughs> but it, it is such a, I think, a cornerstone, a cornerstone, undisputed love song, particularly for my generation, hip-hop love song, yeah. is Dilemma from Nelly Kelly. Hey, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they played it. The, yeah, they played it to the to the wheels fall off. Yeah, it fell off. But yeah. But it's a great song that I think, you know what I'm saying, definitely fits the vibe. Dina said, uh, you're all I need to get by, Mary J and Method Man. And see, yeah, and, and, and I, let's, first, let's point, it, let's point a few things out. Toya and I, like, Toya late, we, we both late 80s babies. Yeah. So it's like, we, you know what I mean, like early 90s rap, we was around for it. You feel me? But it was more like, yeah, you know I mean, like it was around what we was what we was around, what we listened to, like what people to listen yeah. to around us type shit. We actually didn't start like kind of picking out what our own rap music was, what our own R and B music was, till like this had to be the uh with the the early two thousands. Our our hip hop era was the early two thousands. Our hip hop era was niggas in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like the like uh, dance music, like when niggas danced in hip hop when I when I grew up. Like I don't know, exactly. you know what I mean? Like niggas beyond that, met the men in them they ain't dance like that. But like niggas, you feel me? Like our our era was early 2000s. So I definitely so please don't take anything we say as disrespect to the older generations. You feel me? But just r- r- you gotta just to give you some context. Like I I, I got nothing but love. Met the man, red man, they some of my favorite ever of all time. But like when it was like my turn, like I'm picking this out, nigga. I'm I'm in control of the playlist. That early 2000s shit was, you know. Mm. So go ahead. Hey, I think we lost the plug. I think we lost the plug. Uh, so we gonna definitely keep talking though. But uh, y'all, let me know in the comments if y'all are still rocking with the live. If y'all still here and talking to me, I seen Melodious drop Prototype by Outcast, which is of course undisputed. 
right? He's uh, even went as far as saying, "I think I feel like this is cheating," which it kind of is, right? Because I mean, they floated on that hoe. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 inexplicable. It's undeniable. Uh, uh, Outcast definitely went off. Donnell says nine one one by Wycliffe and Mary J. And it's so funny that you bring that up because I used to sing the hell out of that song when uh I was a uh, who was that when I was in high school. And for whatever reason, my mama heard me sing that song one day. Someone please call 911. Tell them I just got shot down. And she was like, what the hell are you talking about? What are you singing? <laughs> and before I can even really explain what I was trying to get at, she was like, don't sing that song. Like, I don't want you saying that. But a cold love song, right, that really just talks about, you know, the, the heart and the soul, you know what I'm saying, connection and the vibe that you get, you know what I'm saying, that are really trying to love on somebody hard that, is, is is fleeting who could be leaving at any moment right so it's a beautiful situation shout out to andrea in the building much love to you plug are you back yeah so actually i only i only dropped off on riverside we were still on stream we were still on the lot together so you was hey. cooking yeah well, yeah I was you was talking, talking to the people while you uh, came back in the frame I'm yeah yeah let's move on though let's move on though we got some we got some feedback from the comments um i want to go to your favorite remix what's your and this is not the best <laughs> This is your favorite <laughs> remix. What is your favorite remix? Can I go first? Go ahead. So I don't know why, because I just really, when I was coming up with these, I wanted to pick the first thing that came to my mind is just favorite remix. Favorite remixes, people. Put your favorite remix in the chat. Favorite go remix, Hip Hop 50. My favorite remix, the first thing I thought of that I rap bar for bar, word for word, don't matter whose verse it is, is Welcome to Atlanta Remix. Ooh, okay? that's a good one. See, I told y'all this early, what? Well, that was like what? That That's was 02, 02, 02. That was oh three. Listen, you know because we used, to listen, we used to be like, I'm gonna tell y'all what we used to sing on the bus in middle school on the way to school at seven o'clock in the morning, annoying the hell out of everybody. Welcome to Lincoln, where the plays play, and we ride <laughs> on the bus like every day. Big beats, history, sea gates rolling, and school starts about seven twenty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some Lincoln kids. Yeah, hey, I would be man, some Lincoln mad. kids. Be mad, but. I just honestly, you know, uh, Murphy Lee is a bad man, jumped on that hoe and slid. You already had Ludacris on there doing what he was going to do and Jermaine Dupree. You had Snoop on that mug going up. And I think that's it. But it was, oh, and then you had Diddy on that hoe. You know what I'm saying? So a yeah, nice little yeah. representation of the cornucopia of hip-hop cultures that we had going off uh, in hip-hop uh, during that time. So I, w- I was satisfied with it. Speaking of Diddy, I would have to say mine. Keeping it quick, ain't gonna do y'all too bad, but it's the uh um uh, I need a girl with part three. You know what I'm saying? You like part three, yeah. That yeah, that part three, that what I need. Ooh, but it's a pretty woman next to me. Like, all of that. Yeah, all of that. Like all of that. You feel that me? That was an error. It was an error. It was an error. You feel me? And like that was that's a classic remix. Like and they, and it was the third remix. They had killed it. Usher was on the original joint. So yeah, it was it was it was live. It was a good one. It was a Absolutely. good one. I can agree with that. Got a shout out, Tyler, in the comments. Was good with you, fam. Glad you tapped in with us. Frederick dropped a banger, right? That touch the touch it remix. Yes. Yeah, the touch it remix. That is what. Hey, uh, Melodious too. Melodious said Pastor Cavassier part two. Yes. Yes. I mean, and it, it is crazy because it's common people. Like uh Frederick, that's one buster. 
That's one Buster joint. Melodius yeah. come with another Buster joint. You know you what I'm saying? Like, with it. yo, like, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, uh, I'm t- and, and again, this is that early 2000s era. This that early Tyler said two dollars thinking Lincoln. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler though. That's my exactly. Exactly. You see, y'all said, uh, your favorite rapper is Usher. So whatever that means. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that's All that's right. a story for another day. That's a story for another day. We keeping the list pushing. We keeping the list list pushing. Let me see. Donnell said, Not tonight. Yes, absolutely. Look Kim left out of Brad, Missy, and like classic. I think I was probably in middle school when that mug popped off too. Classic lady song. Classic, just that. The, I think the, I, re- I think I remember that joy. I think I remember the video for that joy. I think I yeah I'm yeah. I'm picturing it in my head, and for whatever reason, I'm picturing that alongside that lady marmalade. Late, video. That, that wasn't a remix. And ladies' night and ladies' night. Yeah. Remember that ladies' night joint. So yeah, mm-hmm. that, that that was a that, again. The sisters was doing they they was doing their thing at that time. Absolutely. They was kick they was kicking it at that time. Yeah, yeah, killing it. All right, next one. Next topic. Y'all get ready to jump in these comments. And hey, and remember, we we having this conversation because we we wanna we wanna do some celebrating. Again, I got one more glass of champagne. Celebrating, uh, because we we got some more serious things to talk about. But let's 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 have a good time before we get into the dialogue. Celebrating that hip hop fifty. Shout out to Nico. Nico, what's good? Also, Melody said, "Get your freak on remix." Who want to get your freak on remix? I'm trying to think. Get, did I have a- see, see that? Yeah, I feel like that was an yeah, era where you really didn't have a banger if you didn't have a remix. So I got homework to do, so I'm gonna go check yeah. out and get your freak on remix because it's not, it's not, it's not registering to me right now. But let's move on. What's a song, y'all, that puts a battery in your back? Like, what's a song when you hear it, you can't help but to turn up? You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be a hip hop song that you just when it when it slaps, it slaps when it bangs, it bangs. For me, <clears throat> for me, the song that first came to my head was. Uh, drop the world by Eminem and Lil Wayne. I'm gonna pick the world up and I'm gonna drop it on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, it just it it'll take me to a place. It make me feel invincible. He said, "I know what they don't want to tell you." Like, <laughs> <laughs> it turned me up every time, bro. And I mean, both of them went off. You know what I mean? Like, Cook. I don't make a habit out of standing out of Eminem too 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 hard. But the Nick, he go though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's kind of undeniable. I think. When we think about more recent songs, recent air quote recent, because that song came out 15 years ago now, but that was one of his pop back outs where he was like, "Don't forget, I'm still that guy. I still, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not. So I, he can't pick up no top 10 residency for me. Yeah, I'm not willing to give him that. That's All just right. not. I'm not. Okay. Feel how you want to feel, but for slot slot 11, he eats. He's so we got him. we got some good ones. Of course, we got nucky. Uh, we got a few buck. Frederick said in the paint. Uh, let me see. Yeah, knuck if you buck again. You feel me? Uh, ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. My boy Rob, t-shirt me go. So we got we got some we got some get get live songs. I'm gonna take it back for y'all. Some early Ti that stand up. If you don't like what I'm saying, nigga. But and listen, I'm not a violent nigga. I'm an intellectual. I'm a poet, right? I'm yeah. I'm a lover boy. You feel me? But when that stand up came on, nigga, it was like. Well, the uh, uh, trick daddy dearly beloved, we gather here today to bury the yeah. sugar nickel in his own spot. What I'm telling it was, it was a, it, it, it put something different in me. You feel me? That, I feel like that whole that that Ti trap music, like that was for me. Like I, I wasn't a trap music nigga. That's when I had first started getting into Kanye. 
You feel me? So I was more so I'm learning about Black Star and all the, you know what I'm saying, the pro the, the pro black shit. But then nigga that mother went out like that that trap music and that that stand up, I'm telling you, I was like that that put me in the mode. You feel right me? On. Right on, so, right on. I wanna shout out some of these other comments. Frederick said in the paint, I'm assuming that's Waka Flocka. Uh we go hard, I go hard in the mother. Hey, yeah. What you think, nigga? What yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Candy Kane said, "Don't want no drama from MJG." Mm-hmm. And then Brother Rob said, "Number one spot for me. Number one spot. I want to know. I'm curious. Is that Nelly? Is that uh? Well, who 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 do? Nah, I think I think Rob that number Nelly song is number one. This is number one, right? Uh, Rob the uh, number one spot. That's Luda. Okay. That's Luda. Okay. Yeah, that's looking for that number one spot. Yeah. Okay. That three stacks verse. Yeah. Remix, absolutely. I'm yeah. saying, hold your heart, three stacks. Hold, yeah, your, heart. hold your heart, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, but my, my uh my backup is a uh, uh, I definitely I didn't uh-huh. went too long without talking about J Cole, so my backup got to be Crunch Time. That's on that uh for y'all's only mixtape. A lot of y'all probably ain't heard that one, but that you know Crunch Time. If y'all take some time out, if y'all want to get kind of really get in, get in your mental. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crunch Time, okay. it, it it'll do that for you. But Rob came through with the clarification from Luda. Yeah, so Luda. Coming, yeah. I'm coming for that, the number, number one, one spot. spot. Yeah, that joint. Yes, okay. that joint. Yes. Back with it. And then coming yes. in real quick uh, from Melodious is Bowtie by Outkast. Again, man, like, I really feel like Outkast was a group that I always knew to appreciate. But I think regionally, I just didn't have that Atlanta influence when we was young, when a lot of fire stuff was coming out. So I called, sorry, Miss Jackson getting ready for school. We from Missouri, it, y'all. Exactly. Kansas and Missouri. But I, I'm, I'm very remiss about what I missed. I feel like I missed with really getting deep into the deep cuts of uh, Outkast. So shout out to Melodies for dropping some some another uh, Outkast suggestion there. All right, yeah. moving on. Next topic. I'm keeping pushing. This is going to be personal to everybody. So I want y'all to choose y'all's best option. Which artist put your region on the map or what mm. song what song what song from an artist put your region on the map i feel like me and the plug probably gonna have the same one but i'm interested to see what you're gonna say so I'm gonna uh, go you first. you go first because you already know like you already know where my where i'm coming from so you go first oh i we're gonna see i feel like i can't really completely claim this because we from Kansas city you know what i'm yeah. saying like yeah. we from freaking Kansas city yeah. but Nigga, when we talk about the region, people yeah. at least talking about some type of Missouri or something like that, we got to say Country Grammar by Nelly. I feel like it's just no other way, no other option to really talk about who regionally put Reason, national, yeah. international attention on the middle of the map. That yeah. set up Chingy, that set up the 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 uh, Huey, shout out R.I.P. to Huey, set up everything for uh, the St. Lunatics. I just got to go to Nelly. So 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 I, I want to hear from y'all because I think Candy Kane said Twister and it, and it's di- and it's different because we are from the Midwest, but Chicago is its own part of the Midwest. Own part of Midwest. Like yeah. niggas, like Chicago is the East Coast of the Midwest. If, if we being honest, you feel me? Because it's, it's Chicago really country as hell, but it's a city like a motherfucker. You feel me? <laughs> so it's, it's one of them. Like so, you because you because you got what you got Twister. Right, mm-hmm. you got uh, you got niggas in Ohio, you got Bone, you feel me? So I mean, and, and then you got Underground Kansas City with Tech Nine. So you, we got like our local, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas in, from from the Midwest that that really be what it is. But yeah. for real, for real though, Nelly, that country grammar, like mid, like St. Louis was down the street. The niggas, you feel me? So it was like yeah. it was. So Kansas City was like shit. Of course, like this this country grammar shit. Like they, I mean, we own the same shit. 
Shout out Kansas City in the song. You know in the song. It ain't right. It ain't it ain't clear. You know oh, bro, Rob said common too. We forgot about common. Common Chicago. Common Kanye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Came Kanye. But we want songs, y'all. We looking for songs. Not just artists who put your region on. We want songs. So Dina said Snoop, Gin and Juice. Right. Yeah, okay, so dude, we know uh, where you from. We know where right. you from. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Soundboy Okay, Andrea, let me make sure. Smith and Wesson by Soundboy Burrell. Very Melodious, you from Texas? Melodious, because Melodious said, "Look, Kiki, Paul Wall, Mike Jones, uh, Latroy." That's, he talked. That's, that's Houston. That's Houston. That's Houston. H Town, easy. So what's up? Yeah. You feel me? That's family. Said, juvie, yeah, juvenile. So we got, we got new. Yeah, so you know, so you know, Tyler from Nolens. Tyler from Nolens. Yeah, I did yeah. Not know that. Yeah, that's right where he's from. From yeah, he okay. but he ended up in Kansas City. Now the nigga in Hawaii. Hey, my nigga, you. I need to. We need to check on Ninja Tyler Black in the chat. Is in Hawaii. Need to make sure that nigga straight. Yeah, but uh, right. but in, but yeah, we yeah, but he on here, so yeah, he he, he we got we got well enough. Chicago. Yeah. Uh, 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 we got Master P. Make him say uh, right. So that's the song you feel like you're definitely master. And I can say Mississippi. No, not even Mississippi. That's more New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Being put on mm-hmm. the map right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to be a baller? And then and then Melody said confirm from Texas. <laughs> right. Tyler is right. a hater. Patrick Mahomes yeah. <laughs> say something about that. I bet you right. Right. Uh, <laughs> but now, nah, okay. So, and then Frederick, uh, a little bit higher, said Cash Money. Uh, so no lemon, Cash Money definitely put on for. for yeah, that. for yeah, because I mean, because niggas knew about Atlanta, niggas knew about. I, I feel like Houston kind of always was underground everywhere because we had a Kansas City had a Swisher House phase. We yeah. went. We definitely had a phase where like everybody yeah, in Kansas City was. Yeah, it was trying to chop and screw everything. So, everything. shout out to Houston. Next category. And the clarification from Andrea was burial, soundboy burial, Smith and Wesson. Okay, okay. So put me on something new because I, I wasn't familiar. Uh, next category. We got a couple more before we switch up and transition to the next part of the show. Uh, what is a song that you got in trouble for listening to, or you knew you couldn't <laughs> slap with adults in the room? Like you couldn't slap with the OG, you had to wait for them to go away. I'll go first go ahead. because I played this, and really, actually, it was playing peacefully. And I don't think my mama paid that much attention to it. And then my pastor preached a whole sermon about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so then I couldn't listen to the song no more. Yeah. Shout out to Curl. Shout out to Curl. Chill on my mama, my nigga. But um, <laughs> it was a uh, splash waterfalls. Ah yes, yes, yes. He went (laughs) on on Youth Sunday. My nigga was like, "Let's talk about what the kids is listening to. The hip hop is perverted and it's taking over the minds of the children." And read the lyrics piece for piece, and I was just in there like, "Child, my name's not Ludacris. I cannot be held accountable for that." (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Dina said, "My neck and my back." Fred said, three six mafia." Hey, I feel like I feel like all of us got in trouble for like. Even knowing who Three Six Mafia was, for me, myself, mine is a bit, a bit more, is a bit more. I kind of put myself in that situation. So this around the time senior year, I got a cell phone, and you could put, uh, and you can record songs and have that as your ringtone, right? So this uh, Kanye had the joint, throw, throw, throw your motherfucking hands, get them hot, yeah, right, yeah. So I'm like, this my shit. All the girls pass your weed to your motherfucking head. So, you know, that's the joint, right? I got that on the phone. I got that on the phone. So uh, she dropping me off at school one morning. So, like, one of the homies is hitting me up, like, calling me, seeing, you know what I'm saying, seeing why I'm about to be at school. 
My phone ring. All I hear is throw, throw, throw your motherfucking hands. My mama's like, oh no. <laughs> she don't even say, you know what I'm saying? She don't even say like, well, what is that? Wait, what is she? Her initial reaction is, oh no. What? I got yeah. a whole cussing. And my mama cussed. So I don't even know where her anger came from. But yeah. the fact that like she was not playing, like she was, it was, oh no. Yeah. You ain't listening to that. My runner up is the entire, oh, uh, is a uh, bitch get in my car, 50 cent. That, uh, what is it? Uh, off the massacre, mm. off that massacre album. Sure. Uh, the hook on that song went, I got no pickup lines. I stay on the grind. I tell these hoes all the time, bitch, get in my car. And the yeah. ad lib was, bitch, get in. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, for me, and this is like, I'm, I'm fresh, got the blue Impala. I got the 2003 yeah, blue yeah. Impala, navy blue. You know what I'm saying? Got the six disc changer in the back. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm. It's a vibe. <laughs> and my granny heard my granny. Rest in peace, granny. Uh, my great grandmother heard me listening to that shit. Man, I, I seen her face when she first heard it, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you don't need to be listening to that." That was the last time I ever listened to that album. She told my grandmother. My grandmother came, never mentioned a word to me, yeah. took the album and destroyed it, and didn't admit that she did it until like 10 years later. And I was like, Grandma, yeah. I know you yeah. destroyed my 50 Cent CD. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, I did. I did. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. My honorable mention real quick before we go back to the comments is uh, P-I-M-P. Mm. Uh, from, That's another good one. Uh, from 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 fifty and them, ironically, and Snoop and them. My mama was not trying to hear into that, or at least I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to uh, uh, play that out loud. Tyler said, "R.I.P. to the Blue Impala." Almost caught us lacking, dropping off Leotis. <laughs> Shout out to Leotis. R.I.P. to the Blue Impala, man. Yeah, Again, man. a story for another day. Period. <laughs> so let's see. We got Freaky Tales from Too Short. No Too Short was appropriate to play anywhere near my mama and in my house. What? Yeah. The couple said milkshake. Work it by Missy Elliott. Just all these just lascivious little sexually suggestive songs. Right. <laughs> uh let's see. Tyler is a, being a hater talking about Kansas City thought they were the bay. I'm gonna continue to ignore that now. Definitely had that face. We definitely had that face. Can't I even don't talk about that. Don't don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, then it said Danger by Mystical. Uh, Frederick said Explosive. I don't know who Explosive by. Explosive. But... That was a uh, some. Uh, who was it? West Coast. Some West Coast niggas. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was some West Coast shit. Okay, I definitely know it's some West Coast shit. I forget who it was. It was All definitely right. some West Coast shit. All right, real quick, real quick. We got three more. We're going to keep it pushing through these. Y'all are dropping them. Shout out to y'all in the comments. If y'all ain't hit that thumbs up, go ahead and tap in. If y'all been dropping uh, comments, please do. Please do. You've been liking yeah. the conversation, and we appreciate y'all for that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What's a favorite song of yours from the first album you brought with your own money? I'm going to say it because the first album I bought with my own money was the Marshall Mathers LP. Okay? <laughs> with all that shit you was just talking to. Hey, man. Listen, I said he was, he was dope. It was just all right. number 11. All right. Okay, we cutting in line. So uh, the number one, the song that I choose from that, that it was probably the most like, wow, like rap is wild. Like hip hop is crazy. Like this is wild. This is hella storytelling with Stan. You know what I'm saying? I really feel like Stan was such a good one. It'll do that to you. 
video fire. You know what I'm saying? But you don't even need the video to be able to just see everything in your mind. So uh, my favorite song from my first album that I bought my own money was Stan by, by Eminem. Kenny Kane, 8701. He. Okay. He. Dang, is that hip hop though? That's it's Usher hip hop. Usher hip hop. R&B is hip hop. R&B is hip hop. Okay. Right. That's why you have rap and R&B. And it's hip hop. Okay. Sure. Uh, but what I say is, I gotta, I gotta go with number one, Nellyville. Welcome to Nellyville. That that album, but that uh, ah, yeah. and number I, one. No matter yeah. if you like, I'm telling you, that was just the for me. Like that was eighth grade. This is an eighth grade nigga, nigga from St. Louis. You feel me? Like so, you know, it's it's the it's it's local. Yeah, you know I mean, so like N- Nellyville, and and I say I bought it with my own money. Cause like all growing up, I got my my sister had like she was into a lot of music, so I listened to most of her cat like her catalog, which was which was dope, robust. You feel yeah. me? But my cousin, this is when niggas first started burning CDs. Nigga, my cousin was burning CDs for five dollars. Yeah, first time I pulled out, my mama gave me some money to go to the movies. We had the movies. I tell him, cuzzo, hey cuzzo, pull up with that Nellyville. Bow, hit him with the five dollars. I think niggas was good. It was a it was yeah. a life. It was a life. The and burnt CD album, era. By the way, like yeah, I feel like that was a great follow up to the country grammar album was that Nellyville. So yeah, Dina said little bow wow, the little bow wow. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> brother Rob said illmatic. Absolutely. Uh, Frederick said currency pil- uh, pilot talk. Pilot talk. Yeah, good. For choice. sure. Respect. Uh, Donnell Kanye West college dropout off all that. Yes, that's that's another one. That's another one. Yes. That's uh, one. What was my song? Spaceship was my song right for that album. Period. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, let me see. And then Melodious. What Melodious say? Melodious said the first, uh, Jane Marin Five. Jane Marin Five. Oh, five. Jane Maroon Five. Ah, oh, Melodious. That's why he said hide his face. He said Maroon Five. Come now, come on now, Melodious. It's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Live your truth. That's, okay, that's the name of the. That's the song. The name Jane of the song. Maroon yeah, Five. Yeah, yeah. Five. Got it. Nico said, "De la, De la Soul, my buddy." Okay, that, see again. I, I always appreciate people that bring us to the to the classic. You know what I'm saying? Like the first, the beginning of backpack. What 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 would become backpack, backpack rap? Backpack rap. Yeah, and yeah. then Melodious comes in with the uh, with the with the nappy roots. All my life been po, that it really don't matter no more. And they wonder why we why act, we act this, this way. way. Come on. Yeah. Nabiro's gonna be okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great choice. Great choice. All right. Pushing through the list. We got two more to go. Um, the song or a song that defines your generation. A song that defines your generation. Um, I feel like the song that defines my generation has already been dropped. So I wanna uh, take it and crossify it. That's a, some debate we can go. We're gonna take that song choice and crossify it to this category for me. I feel mm-hmm. like Lucky Buck is a generational A generational song. No, defining no, song. No, no. Yeah. Permission to rescind. Permission to yeah. rescind. Back that ass up. There you I go. Feel very, I feel there very you go. fortunate to have there you grown go. up in the area era where back that ass up was at yeah. its height. A new fresh song and changed everything, and it has not escaped any social setting where Negroes are at, except for a church environment since then, right? So, and Candy Kane was on the same time I was on Cash Money Back That Thing Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, because that that was gonna be that that was that was gonna be mine. That yeah. back that thing up. That was that was I and and I thought about it because because my my honorable mention is because uh, first like, again. Back that thing up and bling bling. 
yeah. These yeah. are things that these are things yeah. that again, bling bling ended up in the dictionary, y'all. In the dictionary. Bling bling ended up in the dictionary based off of uh cash money. You feel me? But I also wanna again, I'm a Drake fan. Like early Drake fan, a lot of his new shit is is cool. I don't it's for the younger generation, but yeah, I mean that uh best I ever had. That kind of trend that made it to where like backpack rappers transitioned into like mainstream rap and hip hop because during that time you had backpack rap and you had trap rap and trap rappers Ti Gucci all of these niggas they had lanes they was good they was always respected backpack niggas was still trying to earn their rep and yeah. Drake was able to give niggas that that little bit of baby you my head it had niggas it had niggas being cool vibing on some rap shit on some singing. Yeah, you know I mean, Nelly kind of Jaru broke down, like kind of was kicking down the door. Nelly was kind of kicking down the door, and Drake was like, "I'm really gonna rap." So that best I ever had kind of changed niggas' approach to backpack rap as a whole. So that's why I, I give it, I give it his credit then too. But bling bling and back that ass up, like it defined it defined a generation. One thousand percent. Tyler said back that ass up was a hit on the radio out there in New Orleans two years before it was a hit on the radio. And that juvenile 400 degrees is on regular rotation at the crib. So, you know, definitely. We got a few in the chat, out. though. That's crazy. Yeah. We got uh, Juicy, Biggie, without a doubt. Respect. Again, I definitely appreciate the old school. Uh, one in a million, Aaliyah. Swag, sir. Dougie, Stanky Leg. That's a whole <laughs> nother generation. You feel me? Yeah, like, that was, yeah. But but all of that. Crank that Soldier Boy. We we talked about we talked about Soldier Boy too, just in terms of who came out and had an impact. Uh, so Dina, that was uh, uh, again though. Like my son knows Crank that Soldier, and he's two. So that tell you how you know what I'm saying how significant a song that was. And so let's get into the last category. Last category before we slide to something else. Shout out to the Cupid Shuffle from Melodious. Is what song? What hip hop song expanded what you thought rap could be? What hip hop song offended? Mm. I'm going first. Uh, let me see. What song? What song? Why you think about it? I'm going first. Go ahead and go. <laughs> go ahead and go. Uh, for me, it's easy. That who else you know been hot this long? Started from that uh the uh the, the Kanye West featuring Jay Z. Never let you down. Like when it comes to being true, at least true to me. I'm telling you one thing. One like, thing I found. One thing I found. You know, I never let you down. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Yeah, like that. I mean, because then having a poem in there. Yeah. Uh, it was just the the whole it. Like, because what I always say is Kanye helped me find my place in rap music. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like a lot of young niggas who was like, I don't want to be the street nigga. You feel me? Like I'm trying to, even the street niggas is trying to tell me don't be a street nigga. You can do uh, do the other shit. You feel me? Right. And so right. Kanye was really like, okay, cool. Like it's a it's a place in hip hop for niggas that that debate and do the shit that I do. You know what I'm saying? They think the way that I think. You know what I mean? And so that that never lets you down. Cause like Jay Z was already solidified, so like Jay Z being on the song where you got this conscious poet shit, but then Jay spitting some shit. That niggas, you know what I'm saying? When I start spitting these lyrics, niggas get very religious. Six hail marys, please, Father, forgive us, young the Archbishop, the Pope, John Paul, and y'all niggas the way y'all all follow Jigga. Hoes a living legend, and I tell you why everybody want to be hoes, but hoes still alive. That yeah, that was. I'm, 
It expanded rap for me. Yeah, it expanded rap for me. I don't know. I'm going to cheat because we need to move on anyway, and I don't want to think too hard no more about it. Uh, but I, so I'm going to pick an artist who I feel like expanded what rap could be. And I feel like it's Young and May. I feel like she don't get brought up in enough mm. conversations. I always ride for Young and May. I always will find a space for her. I think right now in contemporary women's rap, uh, she is holding her own and at the top of the league in her own brand. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I really want her to come out with some new music. I really want for people to not be homophobic and to catch what she be putting down and fuck with her. And uh, not she's on the uh, she's on the sobriety journey. So shout out to her in her sobriety journey and getting her health and you know what I'm saying, getting us keeping herself right. You feel me? You know when people disappear from out of the spotlight, you know a lot of times they taking that for themselves to build themselves. Yeah. You feel me? So shout out to shout out to young but I think man. I, I think about that. her, and the last thing I say about this because it was on my timeline on Twitter was uh, the what do you like? Whole lot of foreplay, like that bright Tyrese song where you know Bright was holding down for the masculine women, holding it down for. The, I don't think she ever really came out and was like I'm a lesbian. Matter of fact, I think his record recorded that she didn't. She just was. Existed her. to let you yeah. know. But yeah. she came out with that song and we was I was watching it. I used to love that video, but I was like, I don't believe you. We don't believe you. You don't want no man. You don't want like whatever. And so I think I just tip my hat to young and May for not folding, you know what I'm saying? And being herself and putting on her shit and doing her thing and ooh. That's that's about it. Yeah. Ooh. Like that's my nigga. Like I love me some young and May. So I'm gonna I'm shout her out whenever I get a chance. But that's that's expanded for me what I ever thought was gonna be mainstream acceptable on my radio you know what i'm saying i mean without a doubt uh and then but looking in the chat brother rob i used to love her by comment that was that was a uh yeah that was controversial niggas mm-hmm. felt the way about that one you know what i'm saying melodia said everything by outcast which was like that was like they thing right i think that like they was they were showing that you had this uh like creative element with this street element and that shit worked you know what I mean? Yeah. So she, like Outcast was was industry defining in that way. Uh then it said Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh ain't that is that's the what's the name joint though, right? The Queen song? Yeah. I don't know the hip hop version of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, uh Dina, get this right though. Who what what's the hip hop version of Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody? Uh, Candy Kane. My bad, Nico. I wanna, I wanna make sure Melodia specifically said "Bombs Over Baghdad." I gotta shout out that song specifically. Yeah. It's just so, it's a very friendly. We very were singing that song, not knowing no good what the hell they was talking about at all. Um, Nico said, "Shout out to my dog." Nico said, "Kanye West all falls down." Yeah, uh, we already had tip. That's just an amazing song. And then amazing my bad, album. bro. I, I cut you off. I was getting Candy Kane. Uh, finish the rest of the comments up. No, you good. We got uh, Donnell going to November storytelling for show. Uh, 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 Nico Jay Z love song. Yeah, I can't yeah. see it. That's the, I can't see it coming down, coming my, down eyes. my eyes. So I gotta, so I gotta make this song. Cry. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. That song cry. That song. Cry. That song cry. Yeah. Yeah. What's love? Song? What is which one is love song? Which one is love song? So hey, we appreciate y'all for uh, for uh, uh, assisting us with this. That was the last one, right? Yeah, that was the last one. Definitely, y'all put us on some new stuff. If y'all want to send us these tracks, send it to our DMs on Instagram. If we was like, oh, I ain't never heard it before, whatever, whatever. You want to put us on? For sure. Find them over there real quick, because I definitely shuffle through and listen to them and get into it. Andrea said anything by NERD. Right. Uh, expand, you know, expanded what we thought it could be like. So definitely got to co-sign that. Pharrell uh, the Vampire. Remember, if you catch this list after the show is live, jump in the comments and let us know what you think. If you catch the show on uh, Spotify, Apple Pods, wherever you listen to your pods, 
jump into a comment section over in our DMs. Jump into our DM. Let us know what your choices is for some of these because, hey, we love talking music. Shout out to Hip Hop 50 Years going strong. We hoping for another 50. You know what I'm saying? We hoping for another 50. All right. Let's switch gears, pop out of this, and pop over to talk a bit about Coco. Okay? We're going to use nicknames and cover names because we're going to try. We're talking about the Rona, y'all. Yeah, we're going to try to keep this video as unflagged and uncensored and untagged and labeled as possible. As possible, yeah. We feel like it is necessary as we get into the fall. You know, fall is coming. Uh, Back to school. Exchanging. Finishing vacations, coming out Mm -hmm. for travel, doing a whole bunch of stuff. And it's worth worth it to acknowledge that if you look out, the Rona numbers is on the rise, right? Coco is on the move. And there are things that we feel like or felt like it was worth counting out or pointing out or at least talking to y'all about in terms of Coco, right? So a couple, three things in particular I wanted to point out in terms of this emerging story. Number one, there are apparently two different strains that have emerged. Uh, the first is EG.5 or EG.5, also known as the Eris strand, E-R-I-S, uh, Eris. And the second strand is the BA.2 that eight six strand which is known or being called parola right so we know that those two strands have been moving around parola specifically has been seen in five countries those countries include south africa denmark the uk israel and the united states and more specifically the united states that strand has been found in michigan uh virginia and ohio now what they're saying is that those are two new strains but what they've really been seeing is a fluctuation and increase of the old strains Right. So things like Omicron is still floating around and affecting people. Um, and it's really turning into a real world where schools are being flooded. Uh, most recently in L.A. County, they have identified what they're calling as a triple demic that they are worried about, which is a combination of cocoa, uh, uh, RSV, which is a respiratory issue and the flu. Right. So they're very concerned that that concoction of those things is what's going to be uh, what overwhelms a lot of the infrastructure, a lot of the systems and has a lot of people down bad. Second thing to call in to note is today a report was released that says the state of Kentucky has, or I'm sorry, a school district in the state of Kentucky has had to cancel classes for only two weeks in the school because of such high rates of strep throat, Rona, and uh, the flu that have already overtaken that system. Now, I just had a doctor's appointment early this week, and I actually was offered my flu vaccine, which I took because I take flu vaccines. Um, and that's because I work in a classroom. I work with a whole bunch of nasty teenagers who don't wash their booty because their mama is not telling them to do that no more. And so if you're not washing your ass, you're not washing your hands. Right. Fresh college students. Yeah. Right. Some of them still be musty. So that being said, right, we keep it cute. We keep it safe. We do what we can to, to, to fight back. Um, and they are worried about the overwhelming capacity or lack thereof that they're going to experience in those classrooms. And this is already what it's looked like two weeks in. The last thing I want to bring up is an article that Plug has pulled up right now that talks about the 21.6%, almost 22.22% increase in hospitalizations that we're seeing nationwide based on what the CDC has reported, right? A lot of concern for, uh, right now they're feeling good about uh, the ability for old tests to be able to be responsive or to be able to, 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 to catch some of these things. They're uh, motivated by people who are wanting to do the right thing and are self-motivated to self-report and stuff like that. But it's a lot of questions about the infrastructure and capacity that the country is going to have if we continue to see uh, in all parts of the nation these numbers increase, right? So uh, that's what's happening in the school. Now, that being said, so a lot of people tired. 
Lot of people don't want to hear that. Shit. I told y'all we yeah. have some depressing shit to talk about, y'all. I told y'all. Exactly. I'm sorry. That's why I like keep the energy. Like let's keep it. Like we still like hip hop. We still feeling that energy. We in that. Don't cry yet. Go ahead, Toya. And so you know, and we we did try to warn you as plug kind of has the article up in the back that's giving some particularities. Did you have anything specific you wanted to shout out from that video before we move or that that post before we move to the video? No, I wanted to uh, do the disclaimer to let the algorithm and to let YouTube know. We are mm-hmm. only sharing information that has been validated and verified. We are only displaying information about the coronavirus or what is also known as COVID-19 in a way to inform people, to give people the tools to be able to inform themselves. We are only we are not healthcare professionals, nor are we attempting to display ourselves to be at, to be giving healthcare advice at all. Now, plug get the video ready to pull up because as much as we are not saying we're those things, we already have affirmed and confirmed on this show that we agree with science. Um, <laughs> we are people who have a healthy skepticism, so we're not stupid. We're not uh, uh, without direction, just following. So Alex Jones came out with the video saying that TSA so whistleblowers contacted him. Are critical thinkers? We're scholars. We're researchers, and so we ask a lot of the bigger questions that give us the confidence personally mm-hmm. to align ourselves with the way that medicine has allowed for us to protect ourselves from communicable daily So we feel good about it, but we understand everybody don't feel the same way. This is not an opportunity to tell nobody down about it, but realistically, we know that between the VAC, between masking and between shutdowns, we know that that was some of the options, some of the only options we had on the table to really contain this thing. But a lot of people ain't buying it. They're not into it. So you might agree with this man that we're about to listen to. I personally think it's poppycock and ball to dash, uh, especially when you listen to who he cites as the person he's getting his information from. But I get the sentiment that as we go into this new season of Coco, that a lot of people may feel at least to a degree like this individual right here. Go ahead and play the clip. Let's get it. Alex Jones came out with a video saying that. Oh, hold on. Let me get the sound right. I get the sound right. Yeah, run it back. Make sure y'all can hear it. In the meantime, in the meantime, uh, before you press play, I want y'all to be ready to chime in after this because I really got some questions. I got questions for the plug, but I really want to hear from y'all how we gonna think about a lot of these moving pieces, understanding and knowing what we know. So play the clip and then y'all be ready to jump into the comments. All right. Alex Jones came out with a video saying that TSA whistleblowers contacted him and told him that they will be bringing back masks and vaccine mandates to airports by October. Now, I know some of you are going to want to say, what? That's Alex Jones. Why are you even reporting this? That man is crazy. That doesn't even sound reasonable. No mainstream media has reported this. Oh, except for there's a few things you should consider. Like the fact that TSA and the federal government never wanted to lift the mask mandates to begin with. They only did so because the courts forced them to. Or the fact that businesses and colleges all over the country have started bringing back both masks and vaccine mandates. Or you can consider the fact that the news has been inundating us with COVID after COVID after cases increase, after mask mandates, after why we should bring back this, after we're preparing a new booster shot that. As if they are preparing us to get ready for a new set of lockdowns and mandates. 
you know what I also find interesting? The fact that all this COVID-19 fear-mongering is arriving right in time for another election. Fancy that. Not to mention, like Jimmy Dore says here, masking is actually harmful and the science does not actually support bringing back masks even if COVID-19 were to have another outbreak. So are you gonna call Alex Jones crazy again or are we just gonna look at all the evidence around us and think for yourselves? All right, now. So, real quick, Toya. Mm-hmm. We gotta, we gotta point this out. We are not advocating a word. This, uh, a word. This man has said. The chop up does not believe in Alex Jones, nor do yeah. we believe in any of the rhetoric that this individual is pushing. This is for commentary and anal- uh, uh, analysis purposes only. Algorithm. We are not advocating nothing. This nigga is on. Go ahead, Toya. If y'all not familiar with Alex Jones, you will be because uh, if you recall, he was recently litigated and lost litigation, lost lawsuits about him uh, decrying that Sandy Hook was a lie, that it was a false false flag event, and that there were actors who were a part of that tragic event where 20 plus uh, elementary school kids and some teachers were uh, uh, tragically killed. He also, you know, is a big believer in QAnon, just big textbook conspiracy theorist, and now. And ironically, if y'all haven't caught our episode about conspiracy theories from last week, go back and watch the whole because it was a great conversation that looks at black conspiracy conspiracy theories that black people have and which ones we should keep and which ones we should let go of. I definitely think fam was on the ones that we need to let go of, right? A whole laundry list of here's a larger agenda and look at the elections coming up and look at this, that, and the other. But I want to hear from y'all. Is our and 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 Melodious already kind of got to some of this in the comments, so I'm gonna read what they said in a second, but. Do you even care anymore? Like, how, what's the, what's the, I guess on a scale of one to ten. Do we care about COVID? Is that what you mean? On a scale of one to ten. Yeah. Yeah, on a scale of one to ten. Do you care about COVID? Conversations about COVID. Uh, Social, even political conversations about COVID. Just on a scale of one to ten, where is your radar at for when COVID news pops up or what you care to know about or how you want to move moving into the fall and the spring? Scale of one to ten, where are you at with COVID? Do you care? So honestly, how I feel about it is like I care. I care in so much as I need a it, I, on a scale from one to ten. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I care. I care like a six, seven. I mean, because because this is the thing. Like, I feel like if it's handled responsibly, we don't need to care like a ten. You feel me? If we treat it like we treat the flu. Hmm. Right, like if we treat it like, because I mean, like if you got the flu, stay your ass at home. If you got the flu, wash your hands, wear a mask. Yeah. If you got any like the rotavirus, you know what I'm saying? Like any of that. Like my 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 two year old just had like a little stomach bug, and I'm hand sanitizered up. You feel me? Like nah, son, you got. I know you want to give daddy hugs and kisses, but I'm gonna have to dab you up real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't, right. I ain't that harsh, but you know what I'm saying? We created some distance. You feel me? So it's like if we if we look at it responsibly, like. We know what the uh, coronavirus could produce. You feel me? Like then, yeah. Like, it, like I think I think we we should be straight. I, the, the problem comes in though is that you got uh, videos like old buddy mm-hmm. going on these long tangents about what Alex Jones is saying about how masks are deadly. And bro, where is the data that showed that masks was killing people? Oh wait, 
the people that's in control don't want that data to come out. Like, that's what I'm right. saying. Anytime you have, like, the basis of your argument is questioning and calling in a question and doubting some larger structure, we can't do nothing with it. Even if you even if you on some real shit, we can't do nothing with it. So, like, I feel like it's a seven, six, seven right now. Yeah. Because we know what, like, we know what long form COVID does. You got people that still dealing with COVID. You feel yeah, me? Uh, I, I mean, and but we also know that it's a, it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a, you know, what I'm saying it's a wild card. Like you yeah. don't know how you're gonna be impacted. So be better safe than sorry. So I'd rather be a seven and be, and you know what I'm saying, and like and be able to curtail the shit than be on some bullshit. And six months later, niggas got to be on a ten. Exactly. So that's how I'm, that's how I look at it. Shout out to Chris for popping in. Shout out for to Melodious for dropping something. I'm gonna get to Melodious comment in a second. I'm What's good, Chris? I'm gonna say seven two. Um, I feel like I I feel like we are too in in the ways that we often are as I think in American society probably more so than either of in other nations because yeah. we move on quick from mass shootings. And it's the talk of the story for a day. Or a half tragedy day. is just like it's it, it it's a part of the game. Death and destruction is a part of the game. Like niggas. Is... Yeah, and so but it gets very little airtime, and I think the more and more we talk about things, we just get fatigued with the severity of situations so fast and so bad that we really give up on stuff. So we've forgotten. We we have a very terrible uh, historical record of just how heinous and how ugly and how wicked. COVID was when it was at its peak when we didn't have no answers, when there wasn't no vaccine, when you know, we they was trying to, was it 12 feet or 6 feet, or can you go or can't you? You know what I'm saying? It was bad. People was dying fast. You know what I'm right. saying? And COVID is still very much killing people, not to the same extent, but people are still dying. COVID, from what I understand, it has not changed. It's still the third leading cause of death in this country. You know what I'm saying? So, like, bro, like, you worried about But cancer. we adapt to that type of shit often, though. Like, we, like, shit, hey, hey this thing is killing y'all more than anything else. And we be like, but, damn, it is. But that's what's damn. wild, and that's why I take it as a seven, because, I mean, it still has wreaked havoc on so many people and so many lives. And like you said, with long COVID, it's still lasting. And we don't know what the effects of that long COVID, COVID is going to be. So to take your foot off the gas and not really care when you have information that you can do something with, it's just so careless to me because it's just so many confounding factors and things that we aren't really certain about. You know what I'm saying? So I'm taking it serious because I would be pissed off if something happened to my mama. I'd be pissed off if something really bad happened to Man, me. Man, listen, like, yeah. My so mama I'm got like a, a, a couple dozen uh, immunodeficiency issues, you feel me? Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? So I'll be trying to keep her on the radar and make sure she ain't listening to no BS about nothing because I need us to be ready to move, you know, urgently if we, if we need to change. Right. Um, Melodia said it's on the rise worldwide. My boss told me a couple of days ago she called it. I've been testing like crazy, which is wild because I'm only waiting for one of these kids to hit me with a, I got cocoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just waiting on the text or for the, for the email or whatever because I know it's coming. Uh, Nico said it was rumors of another lockdown. We're going to come back to that in a second. Melodia said they had an eight. I do care, but it's because I live abroad and the rules here are strict and make it hard to visit home. And mm -hmm. so you don't want things to get out of control because then you know you're going to be tied up and wrapped up and tangled up like you was at the peak of things when, you know, everything was shut down and uh, there was a lot more restrictions at the gate. And even if you do come, you got to get a rapid and come with PCR and come with, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. the whole thing. We we gotta jump through hoops just to get just to get my child back to daycare. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, there, there's still levels of 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 requirements. Like if it looked like COVID, like hey, like think of whatever you remember what we was doing when it was COVID. That that two weeks, go ahead and chill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying that type out. of stuff. I think. Uh, I, I but I think. Eight, by the way. Yeah, uh, Nico's at an eight. 
Um, but I think what I think is what's interesting that Melodious point out is uh, how politically we don't see another shutdown happening. I and I and, and the reason why I would agree with that well, wait, is I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. right. Promise, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I've been skipping it on purpose. Donnell so said he had Donnell said a seven. They had a seven. I'm gonna back back and go get it. Donnell said seven is what they taught us as kids. You better be safe and sorry, it's no doubt. So seven. everybody has, at least on her, who's speaking up for themselves, has some type of reasonable interest in how things is moving and shaking. And I think that's valid. I love that. I, I love that. At least you know y'all. I need y'all every Thursday. So I love that y'all invested and pull it up on me. That means a lot to me. Um, that being said, then I want to ask now about the shutdown. So we know we got some heightened interest based on what y'all said. We had a seven, we had an eight, we interested, we invested. How do y'all feel about the potential of another shutdown? Um, I know Melodius is talking about it. Now we're going to go to this comment. Plug, read Melodius' comment on the likelihood of shutdowns, shutdowns, because I think that's important to consider too. Uh, I think the current climate in the U.S., environmental and political, would not support another lockdown. Uh, uh, another lockdown. Too many politicians are willing to create chaos. Uh, uh, Andrea said uh, eight as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I, I would have, I, and this is what I was saying. I would have to agree with Melodius in this instance, but uh, on both sides, though, I don't even think uh, more one said uh, eight as well. I think yeah. that. What was because we are in an election season, I think both Democrat Republican alike don't want no shutdown. It's radioactive, man. Yeah, that, that, that those words together is toxic right. for anybody trying to I'm, run for something. I mean, and, and I mean the one thing that we definitely recognize during the election season, anyway, policy is at the is at the bottom of what people is discussing and they more so trying to figure out what do I need to say, especially at this point in an election cycle, what do I need to say to tap to tap into. Uh, my base and I, I, that's like you said it's toxic to even say like hey y'all got y'all can't go back to work whatever the amount of businesses that were shut down you feel me like the people not working like people not wanting to not work type shit you feel me right uh as well as fears associated with what's going on with wall street and the market already another shutdown would be you know like disastrous yeah and so we couldn't couldn't get on the same foot about how valuable certain workers were over other workers so i'm sure people at this point will have something to say about you know what i'm saying that um money was lost business was lost you know what i'm saying that's what really people worried about you know we up here paying five dollars for gas and doing all types of weird shit because there's a war going on in ukraine ukraine but also because of you know the price hiking that these companies have been able to do because they can blame the slowdowns and the shutdowns so this is complicated and nasty and wicked you know but i also yeah but i but i uh i also think though that it's 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 one of those things where we also have the capability we're more familiar with it than we were so I don't think it's as necessary to shut down like we used to because it's like we know what we're dealing with. Even even with these mutations, we're still more familiar with what, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, with, with what we're working with than before. So, okay, let me ask the question. In, in an ideal world, would you want another shutdown? In an ideal world, COVID get bad. We know what, we, we what they're not going to do, right? We've established right. that. We know it's not realistic. But if you could choose, would you want, if COVID get at its peak again, for people to slow down, take a step back, and go take it back to the crib? Uh, I, I mean, I would want to. I, like, I'm, I, I'm not against. I'm not against the shutdown as an individual. Like, and plus, right. I saw I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a capitalist. Actually, I'm anti-capitalist. Mm-hmm. I, I think that. I think that it's the nature of capitalism that tells us to endure and die. You know what I'm saying? To keep businesses open, to make sure profit right. is still moving. You feel me? So I feel like, yeah, like from from an anti-capitalist standpoint, like bit like 
Them businesses, like we can we can rebuild that shit. Like all this shit can get, you know what I'm saying, put back up. We print money. All this yeah. shit is artificial in the first place. We we give this shit value. So shit. Like life, like life, you can't put no you can't put no price tag on that. But what they displaying is their willingness to. You yeah. feel me? So I'm gonna say yes in an ideal world, but for a different reason than you. I'm a separatist. Y'all be over there. I'm over here. Uh, we can have class online. We already on the chop online for the chop up show. I just come over here and just talk to y'all. No problem. Easy. Easy. I probably talk to y'all even more if I was able to just be at the crib with it. Um, she says, she's a separatist. On top of the fact, you silly. Hey, routine, <laughs> routine making was so much easier back then. I really do cherish that time during the lockdown. The world was cleaner. The sky was bluer. The, the birds was chirping louder. Well, it wasn't no travel. I was able to make it out to Orange County from from Long Beach. I was able to make it to Orange County in less than an hour. It was beautiful. Zip and it dip all day long, and, yeah. and I was going to LAX was like a breeze. A flight out of LAX was a breeze. You can get there an hour before your flight and be straight. It was, it was, man. The pandemic was a wild. It was a wild time out here in LA, man. It was a wild. All right, time. last question about this before we move. Um, because yeah, more one they do really do be acting like money is a limited resource out here. It's not that deep. Shout out to Melodious for pointing out too that the hesitancy that they have for lockdowns is scary because it does make you wonder like how bad do it really got to get for y'all to <laughs> yeah it really be how many people because like, when you say how bad it got to get the question is how many people got to die before I mean, we really to shut it down yeah the answer was more than the last time and last time it was a hell of a lot of people you know right. what I'm saying so that's that's what's crazy last right. question though before we move on we say shut down. Eh, whatever ideal world we want one um but mask how do how would you feel if maybe it wasn't shut down but you had to go back to masking regularly masking vaccine mandates all that i'm cool with it like i'm like that's what i'm saying man like i, I feel like as i feel like as black people we deal with like the restrictions of racism that are so fundamental normal and ignored like when you really understand how pervasive that shit is People talking about vaccine mandates and masks, that ain't shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fear that black people feel when the police get behind you when you ain't doing nothing wrong. You got your, your license right, your, your registration right, but there's still an anxiety. I Can't no mask. Make it like telling a nigga he got to wear a mask. It, it don't equate to that. You feel me? So I feel like I, I feel like we if, if we want to be against systems and structures, like we pick low-hanging fruit. Like yeah. the shit that's right there. You feel, actually, I'll take that back. The low-hanging fruit is the obvious racism and shit that we deal with. We look past the low-hanging fruit to fight against these things that's at the, that, that we got to, you know what I'm saying, go out of our way to find a problem with. Like, we got to yeah. go out of our way to find a problem with vaccines when, like we talked about on our, our, on our conspiracy theory episode, we have a issue with the healthcare system. You ain't yeah. even got to make it about vaccines to even have that conversation. We got a yeah. for real, for real issue with the, with the, with the uh, healthcare system as a whole. You know what I'm saying? But you, but you trying to, you trying to learn the science of vaccines through YouTube videos and Reddit posts. <laughs> that ain't it. Yeah, I mean, when it's a, uh, when when this I told yeah shout out to Conscious Lee he out he out here on the West Coast uh, uh on some on some YouTube shit hit me up I told him I was gonna be doing the show but yeah, yeah. so yeah nah like I feel like I ain't, I'm not worried about no mask man not worried about no mask the comments say Andrea first of all said people were not on your space so agreeing with me about being able to be with the lockdown people were not on your space with the lockdown I have people down people breathing down my neck now and shout out to Andrea who said I never stopped wearing a mask. Right. I really I went to the doctor yesterday, day before yesterday, and I just felt I walked in there and felt so guilty about just 
not doing the common sense thing and just grabbing a mask real quick out the whip because yeah. I still got them hanging off you my blinker. Free breathing. You know what I'm saying? Like a fool. Yeah, you know I mean, and it really free breathing like a fool. <laughs> All through COVID, when I we were wearing masks and it, I was even going to the doctor, I was like, "Why would I? Why was I ever coming in here without a mask on anyway?" People got co- cocoa, strep, cooties. Oh, this, if you're gonna wear a mask anywhere, your ass should be wearing it at the doctor's office. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, forever and ever, amen. So I always said I was gonna do better than that. Similar uh, to that, uh, mask. Uh, Melodia says masks are still masks are still worn in France. I still wear mine on public transit, and so. I, another time, like I used to always mask up. I don't really do a lot of public transit, but in Ubers and stuff like that and lists. I'm about to go back to my old ways, man. Like I really, my time is ticking. You know what I'm saying? I'm just living young, wild, and free. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I gotta shout out cousin Kevin is in the building. Uh, uh Kevin. Well, show. yeah, yeah, good. Hey, been a minute. Better late than never. Definitely glad to have you have you up in here. But really. That's all I wanted to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Nico is in agreement with us. Mask ain't the worst thing in the whole wide world. I definitely go back and put my stuff on, no problem. And I'm about to get back into those habits and practices. But keep your head on swivel. Keep your ear to the ground. Keep having conversations with your loved ones about, you know what I'm saying, things that they can do to protect themselves and things that make sense. Make sure you are disputing misinformation and disinformation and telling folk the truth. And shit, pointing to people like us who is out here not trying to cap for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. I want to be just like everybody else. I don't do my own thing just for like anybody else, but it's a time and a place for everything. And things are changing around us. You know what I'm saying? So get hip with it and move how you need to move to stay safe. Long COVID is not a joke from what I hear. Uh, plug, wrap us up and take us out with the last little conversation we're going to have for the night before we get up out of here. All right, so let's do this, y'all. Uh, we not, we, we not, I, I feel like the problem with, Leftist media, liberal media is that it's a lot of Donald Trump focus. It's Trump is yeah. doing this, Trump is doing that as we transition into this political chop. And Melodious, you know we did. It's already on the chop up show page, baby. Don't even worry about it. Go to the Instagram yeah. right now. Like the like the mugshot. It's up there. And, and Melodious has perfect timing because it's now because now we are actually going to talk about the reason why we're talking about this shit in this instance is because we are in a historic moment. It was historic yeah. when he was when he became the first president to be indicted. But we want to. I want to point out why this is now his first time getting a a mugshot and why it's significant. The purpose of the mugshot, for those who do not know, uh, actually, let's go and get the public. Let's go and get up here so the folks can see. Let's get it up here for the folks can see. There you go, right here. Toy, you got one. We're going to get it right here. The nigga look like a, 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 a bad guy, like literally. From a uh, from the from a super Mar- from the Super Mario movie, oh god! Yeah, no, he looks like a Pixar villain. Donald Trump looks like the the villain in Boss Baby, shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> for oh. real, for real. Like like look like he don't look real. We got a shout out Rudy Giuliani making his walk. Rudy Giuliani too. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani too. Uh, but I was, and, and I'm gonna be honest. I thought Trump was gonna hit him with the the um, it's like some type of smirk. You know what I mean to try to to try to be on some smooth shit, really. And and I think I think that it, like his 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 mugshot is really an indication of how he feel about his how successful he gonna be with a lot of these criminal shits that he dealing with. Because I feel like if he was if he was if he really felt confident, he would have hit him with the uh with the with the white boy. What's his name? The uh Frank Sinatra. You know what I'm saying? The slight <laughs> smirk, right? Yeah. The little bit of smile. Nah, he looked for real, for real mad, right? 
He looked like a yeah. for real, for real mad, like bad guy from Shrek or some shit. Him angry. Him angry. Him upset. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? One of the villains from uh, Zootopia or some shit. But it, either way, uh, it, 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 the reason why we just now get into this point and, and, and we like finally he getting a mugshot, even with all the illegal shit he did, is uh, the purpose of the mugshot is that you take the picture and if you run off, we have a record of what you look like. And the mm-hmm. idea is that, well, this is the president of the United States, right? He, you know, why, like we, everybody knows what he looks like. He can't run nowhere, right? But with, with, the, with what was happening in Manhattan and the case in, in, in D.C., right, it, it made sense. You know, he, he, was a, he was a big, he's a major player in New York. He's a, he was the president, you know what I'm saying, in D.C. Right. But in, in, in Georgia. In Georgia. In the, in the city of Atlanta, in, in the county of Fulton. They ain't here cooking. They cooking in the comments too, by the way. Orange he looked. He looked like a paper bag. <laughs> all of that. All of that. Y'all. Uh, the black, the the sister known as Fonnie Willis. Willis. Yeah, yeah. The sister known as Fonnie Willis was like, Mr. Trump, you were not. You and your cohorts are not above the law. The what what criminals go through when they break the law in Atlanta. What Young Thug and them had to go through, what Rico. Gunner and his snitching ass had to go through, Rico. <laughs> you feel me? You got to go through that too. Ironically, Donald Trump has hired Young Thug's lawyer. Yeah, no, Gunner's lawyer. Gunner's lawyer, right. Gunner's yes, lawyer yes, 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 to uh, fight this um, Rico case. Honey, look. Because he did get gun off, <laughs> right? He did get gun off. That was an Alfred plea. That's another. That's another chop up. That's another political plug in in the or political chop in 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 the case that that becomes a possibility. But uh, the question that I want to ask y'all now that we are on this historic day, uh, this white man in power is being held accountable. He's he's having to endure the criminal justice system from the perspective of those who have committed a crime, not from the perspective of, of the powerful. I mean, yeah, even though like he still gets the perspective of the powerful because he got a $200,000 bond that he was able to hit without question. So, you know, but you know, he still had to go through the procedures, the processes. Mm-hmm. So the question that I want to ask y'all, Toya, as, as well as the chat, um, do y'all think this impacts his ability to run for president? The, uh, does does it does it delegitimize him in y'all eyes anyway? Do y'all think that it 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 um it does anything to his voters to the people that to that to the people that support him? Um, does it does it move the needle at all? Because there are folks that would argue, and the reason that they was against giving him a mugshot is because it was going to be people that was going to celebrate it. And I want I want to show y'all Exhibit A. Lord, Jesus. <laughs> Lord, Jesus. y'all hold on to your seats when y'all watch this one because it's sad. I want to show y'all. I want to show y'all Exhibit A uh, because this is an example of a cult. If if there was if there was any way to fully describe it, this is the example of a cult. Y'all look at this is when Donald Trump's uh, mugshot was first released. He flew from Florida to Georgia to take the mugshot. It was a 20-minute... Uh, uh, it took him 20 minutes to get booked. He was in and out. And that's why... Let me take back the shit that I said about him experiencing the justice system. This shit is a, a, is, is a minute detail 
You feel me? Just because Donald Trump had to do literally take a mugshot does not mean that his experience with the criminal justice system is anything close to what niggas, especially niggas in Atlanta, have had to deal with. Absolutely. So let's, let's let's be clear about that. This is not a moment of celebration just because Donald Trump has a uh, a uh, mugshot. But let's take a look and see how MAGA responded. Oh, let me make sure I get the sound right too. Yeah, I know all these technical things. All right, let's get it. Do y'all see the celebration? Do y'all see the celebration? Do you did it did the did the audio play on your end? The audio, yeah, the audio play, yeah. Okay, okay, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Breaking news, breaking news. What we got? Tyler said it's a meme. It's a soccer game. It was on TikTok. All right, are we sure? Because I'm concerned. Now this does seem like soccer game celebration, but I also know for a fact, based on the Republican debate that was on Fox News last night, that the Republicans get raucous. They turned the fuck up. You're right. Okay, hold on. So this was a this was a soccer this was a soccer game. Apparently, they put something else up on the screen, and so you know what? I don't know. Now I'm now I'm worried about his falsifiability. I'm not certain anymore. No, you know what? And and, and I appreciate that, Tyler, because that's the second motherfucking time that I didn't got got because I mean, they. But- they did that AI. Now this this is an example of why we got to be careful with AI, y'all. <laughs> because they did that with some uh Yeah, Tyler said it was a it was a meme. Kevin said it was a soccer game. Yeah. Yeah. They did that right, with a Tyler, We get it. We oh, we got, we missed it. All right? We not in the we not in the in the in the, in the know. Nah, because they did that. They because uh, it's quick. It's quick how they operate. They did that with a uh, with a Ron DeSantis. Uh, they did that with a Ron DeSantis event stop where the nigga was really like they made it seem like he was asking, like he was responding to questions, like they was talking shit to him. But it was like somebody called him a bitch at the establishment or something. So like, well, here's, they, the thing. here's the thing. Yeah, like because I get it. It's a mean. It's not real. Conjured up this time, but we saw January six. If you watched the debates yesterday, you saw at a Republican presidential debate the behavior of the crowd. In addition to the eight debaters that was up there yeah. talking, the crowd was almost inconsolable and uncontrollable the entire time. So, yes, this video was wrong. No, I don't take back nothing that I said or nothing that it might insinuate with this, that right. there were people probably somewhere celebrating and are celebrating and are going to have a blast wearing... Because here's my answer to your question about this shit in terms of does it change anything? No, because they want a martyr. Republicans want a martyr trump trump supporters and trump nation want don't care what he has to go through they are willing to die behind the ideology this is why it proves the cult point that you were making before so even if that video was completely false and it sounds like it is i still am 1000 percent not persuaded that people are not going to continue to support him and that campaign no matter what to the ends of the earth is where these people is willing to go because they sit well, not what, and the, the thing that I want to point out is, uh, is if we look at, because a part of the context that we speaking from is the celebration, 
And what I want y'all to see is these people actually, even before, even before Donald Trump actually had an official uh, mugshot, they was already selling Donald Trump mugshot t mugshot uh, mugshot t shirts. Yeah, and and not and when I say they, Donald Trump's team was selling Donald Trump mugshot t shirts for thirty six dollars. Yeah, right. So definitely in the con- in terms of the context of that video, that's some shit that was spliced together. That's crazy how shit. Uh, that's crazy how niggas do that. But I think the sentiment is still the same. Was it a celebration? It's like yes, it was. Yes, it yeah. was. Was it was it in was it in that lane in that arena? Nah, like it like like it wasn't some people that came together and did that shit in in that capacity. But was they celebrating selling? Like or, or like celebrating and galvanizing and actually rallying behind Donald Trump uh, in terms of uh, in in terms of him being indicted and what that meant. Yeah, they've been selling them T-shirts. Right, right here uh, from this Time article. Trump's booking in Atlanta is the fourth time he's faced criminal charges in six months, but it's the first time his face has been captured for the iconic symbol of a run-in with the law. In previous cases, the courts agreed Trump didn't need to have a mugshot taken prompting his campaign to design a fake mugshot printed on a t-shirt and offered him for sale at $36 each in an effort to galvanize his base. Kevin has kind of gotten that a couple times in the, in the comments is that between t-shirt sales, cap sales, uh, uh, and flag sales, that's what paid his bond. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He ain't touching no Trump capital money. A lot of the stuff that he's doing to maneuver these situations, whether it's the lawyers he's paying or particularly the bond that he was able to get away with, Two hundred thousand, what ten percent or whatever that is, is probably definitely from the 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 revenue from selling this shit that celebrates his criminality. The irony. Also, y'all got to think who creates these shits. The, it was created so that people on social media that celebrate Trump could share it, so they could think that it's more people celebrating Trump. Yeah. The the whole concept, the ideology behind the whole thing is to is to see this cult. And and I think one thing that Kevin pointed out too is that when they all raised their hand when uh, when when they was asked and and not even all raised it at once. Like the hesitation was weird. That's why we ain't even talking about the president the the Republican presidential debate cuz it was it, it was it was keep it. Like it was it was mid None of y'all even close to winning. The reason why Donald Trump didn't show up is because he knew he didn't have to. Like mm-hmm. Vivek, I think at this point, the uh the Vivek dude is really just having fun. He's just kicking it. Running for <laughs> like running for a position in office that he knows he can't win, but he knows that he if he gets up there and acts a fool, he's gonna be straight. You know what I mean? Like it, yep. it, it's one of them things. They're gonna know who he is. He's gonna be able to build, you know, network, build social connections, relationships, have some political capital or social capital. That will boost his own agenda. Let him do what he's doing. He already a multimillionaire. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't even need it. But whatever his aspirations are, yeah, that's it. And and so it's it's. I, I feel like we've we've reached a point where the cult of Donald <laughs> Trump is now dictating and dominated a lot of the Republican Party, and they got to deal with the consequences. But I also think we can't look at it as because <laughs> it's it's. it's Republic it's Democrats that's and we're gonna get to the uh to the chat in a minute. I just want to say this. Yeah, it's Democrats that celebrate and that's looking at it as like it's a win for democracies. No. It means mm. that from the from the the left side of the aisle, the liberal leftist perspective, y'all gonna be that much more okay with settling because it's still just not Donald Trump. 
This is the problem. We can't celebrate this man and, uh, uh, being, being, uh, like we can't celebrate this mugshot. We can't celebrate these indictments because at the end of the day, he's still the nominee. He's still going to be the nominee. He has a double digit lead over second and third place for like the really second and third place. Don't even look vi look like viable options. And during the debate, they all kissed his ass while at the same time trying to shake shots. Yeah, absolutely. It was the weirdest thing to watch ever. Uh, so it's, it's, it's one of them things where like, uh, we we see this historic moment, right? Like it was historic when he was indicted. It was historic when he was impeached three times. You know what I mean? Like his everything about him has been unprecedented and and uh, really detrimental. But the really, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be comfortable until a jury come back guilty and somebody say, "All right, this man gonna have to sit down." You feel yeah. me? And then I may not even be too comfortable then because the type of shit that that the white people that support Donald Trump be willing to do, niggas need to be on edge. Now, remember, black folk, if justice actually is it's a possibility of it, if it's a possibility that it could come to, that it could actually, you know what I'm saying, like him getting locked up, be prepared. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this right now because he's not going to win the election and they're not going to trip about him not winning the election. But it could be something that come from him getting locked up. Mm. And when white people get mad, even though they mad at the Democrats, you know who you know who they go out and target. You know who become. It, it's, it's, listen, it ain't it ain't the Democrats. Goddamn, it's black churches, it's black grocery stores. Mm -hmm. All right, remember in the year two thousand twenty-two, come on, all of the extremist-related unalivings were done by uh, right-wing extremists. Eighty percent of those being white nationalists. Numbers so, so with that being said, uh, we appreciate the fact checking. Uh, you know, this is all breaking news, so you know sometimes things got to get corrected in order. But it's all love. The point still made. We got to watch out for this cult. Um, thank you, hip hop. Fifty years celebration. We appreciate y'all sticking around for that. I'm glad we was able to have that conversation with y'all. Uh, and we and and y'all seem like y'all was fucking with it. Let us know if y'all want us to talk music. A little bit more talk talk a little bit more about the culture, you feel me? Because you know we we got some insight, we connected like that. Yeah. Um, but let's get let's get into these, some of these comments before we close out. Uh, let's go. We got Kevin said that they all raised their hand to support him if he convicted. Melodia said, but he has created a nationwide cult around him. Exactly, and that's why even like even that image that it, it regardless of its authenticity, it's a reflection of. Like what we see behind them um, He said so the only hope now is to make sure We outnumber them when it counts I suspect soon Republicans will start Posting mugshots and support We know that that's coming um, Kevin said that's what paid his bond Andrea said my friend is conservative And I realize how delusional he is And full, she said my friend uh, And full of ish He is around paper bag man He asked me did I see the debate last night And claim there was a Republican Obama on but did I her, let me interested. say, Mans was like, Mans was like, I'm just a skinny, weird kid, non-politician from wherever he's from. And that is a direct quote, bar for bar, word for word for what Barack Obama said when he was running for president in 2004. I mean, two, uh, yeah, in 2004. Or whenever the hell that was. 2000. 2000, yeah. Well, six, whatever. Yeah, no, it was 2004 because it was at the uh, RNC. 2008. 
It yeah, was at the RNC. Yeah. Oh no, no, not the RNC, the DNC. My father. It's like we've been on here for an hour and a half. Yeah. I knew what you was trying to say. But word for word, bar for bar, like stole lines from him. So when they talk about this Republican Obama thing, I think it's unfortunate and sad, but the the, the extrapolation is there. The connection is there because they literally stole that shit. Andrea continued by saying, yeah, plug, my friend said this morning on the way to work on the bus. Uh, and I think he's referring to something you was talking about, but that my friend is a black conservative. Uh, so, you know, you know, you know. Uh, Kevin said he see the flags all the time on the 405 pickups with OC license plates. They mm. always have an excuse to support his criminality. Uh, of course, Tyler wanted to point out, wait, a multi-million dollar, a multi-millionaire is running for president? You don't say, you don't yeah. That. That's what, that, that is, that seems like that's what we've been dealing with. Uh, Kevin also said we need to keep our chairs locked and Hell loaded. Yeah. You, a, you a fool for that, but I agree. Yes, for sure. Uh, Tyler said I still ain't invited on the show. Uh, we gonna we gonna get you on. We gonna get you on. Uh, but we definitely appreciate y'all, all y'all that was tapped in. Um, we like the hip hop conversation was dope. I'm glad we was able to get that in before we talked about Trump punk ass. Uh, you know we we want to focus on the culture. We want to focus on focus more on positivity. We get tired like I, I get tired of hearing everybody talking about that nigga. So we got to move on. Um, and y'all be careful. Like wash your hands, <laughs> wear mask, wear mask in in tight public places if you use you know what I'm saying public transit. Um, research information that you're not sure that. about, and don't listen to niggas on YouTube and Twitter that try to give you health advice. That part, all right. Hey, last thing I'll say uh, is shout out to everybody who came in here talking to us tonight: Nico, Tyler, uh, Kevin, Melodious, Andrea. Y'all definitely kept the conversation moving. The homie Chris popped in here for a little bit. More one. Uh, anybody still left in here? We love y'all, you know. And our Dina Candy Kane, it'll never be a time we end the show without showing y'all love and appreciation for popping in here on us. We'll without be back a doubt. In the same next Thursday. We back in the regular routine. If y'all missed the show we did on Monday, make sure you get the whole week's worth of chop up show uh, conversations that we have. And if you have not hit that thumbs up, tap that thing. You know we wrapping it up in here, so don't miss your opportunity to hit a thumbs up real quick and show love to the fact that the show was a good experience. And if you feel it right next to the thumb or somewhere close to it, depending on what you're watching on, is the share button. I ain't even asking you for no caption. I ain't even asking you. You don't got to describe it. You got to write it. But I just, I really want to put a charge out there. Remember, Plug said from the church, I'm going to charge you uh, to just hit share and put us on the timelines and the radar of the people that you care about that you, you think might benefit from this if they just got curious and wanted to see what the hell you were sharing real quick. Do that for us. We appreciate y'all forever. My heart is big and it, it beats heavily. For Chop Nation. So I just appreciate y'all. Plug, final words before we go. Hey, love y'all. Appreciate the dialogue. Don't get caught up with this Trump nonsense, but pay attention. Notice what's going on. Wash your hands. Wear masks when necessary. And, you know, if you can, you know, do what's right for your health. We appreciate y'all pulling up. Y'all stay tuned. Uh, if more breaking news come out, y'all may see us sooner. But with that being said, we're going to see y'all Thursday for sure. We out this thing. This is the Chopper. Chopper. Peace. We out.